Hello, and welcome to Embolden, Living a Bold Christian Life. I'm Chris Shetter, an ordinary Christian living with and learning about an extraordinary God. This week, we move forward in our faith progression and look at the Jesus trait, the humble servant. We start today with a verse from John 21, 15. And Jesus said, Feed my lambs. Since the resurrection of Jesus, Christians seem to have been in an interesting battle. The concept of how we are saved has led to many sermons, books, and even paper nailed to church doors. The prevailing answer in the modern church age is, of course, that we are saved by grace the grace of Jesus Christ dying for our sins. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That passage from Romans couldn't be clearer, and yet the concept of being saved by works or financial contributions to the church ran throughout Christendom for a long time. Unfortunately, much of our Christian thinking seems to have swung so far in the opposite direction that we have forgotten the other lessons in the Bible. From my favorite book, James 2.14, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? As my BSGs work our way through a study in Revelation, I keep hearing a few of the same messages. One, we must repent of our sins and accept Christ today. And two, our deeds will be counted in eternity. That balance of accepting God's grace and also working to please Him echoes so many other Christian balancing acts, like Expressing God's truth while showing God's love. His word is both bitter and sweet. To live in this world, but not of it. And accepting chastisement as a method of God's love for us. And I wonder how many of us each Sunday or whatever day you attend church receive constant training on how to walk those balance beams. This week's Jesus Mindset focuses on being a humble servant. The character trait requires of us to be first somewhat practiced at being a loving friend. For when we take action in the name of God without a loving spirit, it becomes almost impossible to be humble. I'm sure each of us can think of a person in our lives who took on responsibilities simply to gain some sort of recognition. A church body that forgets Jesus's primary character trait, a loving friend, becomes like the church of Ephesus. They were doing a lot of things, building larger, more grand buildings, but doing it without love. I heard this uh, quote said, the church used to be known for its good deeds, said one wit but today it is better known for its bad mortgages. 
The evolution from love of neighbor to deeds without love creates a hulking body that God eventually is clearly unhappy with. And so we find ourselves searching for the balance. And during this series, I will highlight three people, two sisters and a quiet, humble man. Each has their own way of feeding lambs. Each have different personalities. They each find a way to reach that balance of knowing they are saved by grace, and yet God asks more of us. I like this quote from the book, The Hiding Place, which tells the story of love and servanthood in the face of extreme adversity. This moment takes place as a member of the family is about to die. They remind her of all the amazing things she did in life because accomplishment meant so much to her. But in her final moments, Jesus spoke to her heart and reminded her of God's truths. It goes, how can we bring anything to God, she says. What does he care for our little tricks and trinkets? And then as we listened in disbelief, she lowered her hands and with tears coursing down her face, whispered, dear Jesus, I thank you that we must come with empty hands. I thank you that you have done all on the cross and that all we need in life or death is to be sure of this. With empty, well-worn hands, hands worn with the work for Jesus. For when we die, we won't take the certificates of recognitions, the medals, the bonuses with us, but each person we have fed in his name will be etched in our hands and hearts. Matthew 9.37 says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Jesus has plenty of work for us to do. The majority of that work could be called grunt work. It requires us to get uncomfortable and place our trust solely in the Lord's hands. You probably won't receive any money for it, or a headline in the local paper. What we will receive is a smile from Jesus. My friend Betsy told me the other day of how, while out shopping, she saw a homeless man in an adjoining parking lot. He was in a wheelchair. And as she got into her car, Jesus placed the thought in her head, go give him one of your blessings bags. You see, her church provides these bags to hand out to anyone in need, but she had never just walked up to a stranger and given them a bag. By that, But that day, she pulled out of her parking spot and drove over to where the man was. He was struggling, trying to get his wheelchair closed up so he could lie down on that same spot. And as she approached the man, she could tell, well, he was drunk but she kept being urged to move forward. She inquired, do you need some help? And she, he said he did. She helped him get situated, then offered him a blessing bag, which he readily accepted. And as she left, she acknowledged to herself that she wouldn't have taken that action previously. 
Some other force pressed her forward, and she answered the call. You see, Betsy has been a loving Christian for some 60 years. She has always served her church and family well. But recently, she's been working on the obeying God part of her faith progression, listening for his voice, and taking action to be his humble servant. God has told her it's time to move forward. Have an awesome day. I'd love to hear from you and find out more about how you are living out your bold Christian life. You can find me on Instagram at embolden minus the O or at my blog at embolden.net.